0: Hey listeners, if you like It's Super Effective and what we do here, you can go over to Patreon.com slash It's Super Effective and support us on Patreon for like a dollar or so or however much money you want to give us, but really just a dollar would help if you like listening to the show. That's like 25 cents an episode for a whole month. And there you go. You can support It's Super Effective and you can make us better and we can provide even more Pokemon content for you. So head over to Patreon.com slash It's Super Effective if you want to support this awkward and sometimes funny podcast. Thanks. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 175th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ... I believe it's 175. I think I'm right on this. Today with us on this lovely Sunday morning, June 28th, I have Will.
1: And uh, June is the month for weddings, and I eloped over the weekend. Okay. More, more to come later.
0: I don't know what that means. I but, got married uh, without having a wedding ceremony. My, my neighbor just started to mow his lawn nice <laughs> but i'm looking at my levels and you probably won't be able to hear it because my little meter thing isn't going up lawn morning talk with sbj and will How would have properly cut your lawn we have a kickstarter guest today with us <laughs> as always i think we only have like four or five more left
1: oh no that sounds about right <laughs> what are we gonna talk about
0: i don't know oh. don't know what we're gonna do we have josh with us today
2: hey what's up how's it going thanks for having me
0: yeah no thanks for being here uh josh first time on it's super effective of course uh a couple questions for you all right shoot all right first question is what is your favorite pokemon
2: Uh, i'm gonna have to go ahead and say snorlax
0: there we go snorlax it's a, a classic choice vintage snorlax some would say
2: Agreed. <laughs> He's large and in charge. <laughs>
0: Spoilers for Pokemon of the Week right here. Uh, Josh, when did you, when did uh, when did you start listening to It's Super Effective?
2: Uh, it's weird. I, I think I actually started listening uh, when you first started, and uh, I I kind of dropped off the map for a little while because uh, I wanted to let the podcast build back up. Um so i uh, i came back uh right before the logo change uh on itunes actually so when you still had the Gengar up um and then i think a couple of weeks later then you changed it to what what it is right now so yeah i've been a listener for a long
0: time that's a really long time how did you how did you uh discover the show
2: uh, I basically just typed in Pokemon uh, under iTunes and you guys showed up and I was like okay then, let's just go with this and start listening <laughs> uh, I tried a few of the others and they didn't they didn't have the charm this show has so I stuck with this one and this is uh, it's
1: a podcast I listen to every week So
0: that's awesome, it's appreciated Yeah, it's because uh, Will is so charming
1: <laughs> uh, you know, you look up charm in the dictionary there's a picture of Will Anderson right there <laughs> right in front
0: of you uh that's that's incredible
1: uh, uh, i believe somebody this week said i like will because he's always so grouchy <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: mean, you're, not, you're not that grouchy i'm probably more grouchy than you i just don't i just i just hide it on the show correct i just had uh josh uh what's your favorite pokemon game before we got dive into news
2: Ooh, tough question to start off with. Um, well, I would have to say Soul Silver. Uh, I like the amount of content in the game. Uh, you know, I, I did start off with uh, with blue, uh, so that was that was fun. But you know, being able to you know uh, go back and revisit that, uh, you know, with updated sprites and everything, and the amount of content was really nice. So I'm gonna go with Soul Silver. Good choice. Yeah. It's probably my favorite too.
1: I have uh, Soul Silver in my new Nintendo 3DS right now, right this minute. Nice. It's actually a DS game that continues to be playable in the new 3DS.
2: I
0: think the last cartridge Pokemon I got was Black and White 2, and then X and Y and Omega Ruby I have digital copies of.
2: Yeah, I got a copy of uh, I got a copy of Y because they were running that deal uh, last year. Uh, if you have like if you had a certain number of games on uh, Club Nintendo, oh. you'd actually get but you know Y or X for free. And I already had a cartridge copy of X, and so I just picked Y because I could get it for free. So that makes sense. Yeah,
0: I like the digital Pokemon games because then uh, I have all four. Like I have both X and Y, and then both. Omega Ruby off of Sapphire not that I've I've played Sapphire I don't think I've uh, launched Ruby yet but it's nice to have four Pokemon games without switching cartridges on your game
1: yeah (laughs) that's true but I think it like messes up the when you get the um, like internet based notifications from the Pokemon company about like competitions and stuff it can't tell you which game like to pick it up in
0: Uh oh I guess that's fair
1: I've seen like weird stuff like that happen.
0: You act like I do internet based things with Pokemon.
1: (laughs) I, so, you know, it's part of my OCD. If there's a notification on my 3DS, I have to look at it. And it's that, it's the, um, from the Elite Four, it's the Fire uh, Lady. Uh, from the Kalos Elite Four who reads you the news. And she says, like, oh, it's the June International Challenge. Get your legendaries ready. Almost all Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire Pokemon can participate. Register online by June 16th. Just like that. I guess you guys never check those.
0: (laughs) No. I wish there was, like, a check-all or read-all for the 3DS, though, because I hate going both the, and the weed has that issue too, where you have to like click on every single one. To see. Oh,
1: I know. And then it gives it's you that counter up at the top. So you can't even pretend that it went away. <clears throat> oh man. It drives my OCD crazy. Yeah.
0: It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, before we dive into news, uh, we usually do the, what happened to you in the last week kind of thing. Make the show a little more personal. Will anything exciting happen in life?
1: Well, I mean, just a continued stream of poor life choices. Uh, you know, one of the free downloads on the PS4, the PlayStation Plus, I guess for June, was that game Ether 1. Mm-hmm. And I was playing Destiny yesterday, and we were doing Prison of Elders and did really badly, and everybody quit before we actually finished. So I was just sitting there staring at my PS4, and I was like, oh, Ether 1. Sure. Let me just look at that and see if it seems interesting. Seven hours later, I was like, I can't play this game anymore, and I have to go to bed. And then I went to bed, and I woke up this morning, and I had lost all my progress because it doesn't
2: autosave. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: Mikey, your mic just got really weird. Will? Yeah, uh, I mic unplugged for a second. There. Oh, okay. you're back. I hope <laughs> everybody
1: heard my story of horror. No, we we heard it. It just went yeah. like
0: It just like dipped down real low.
1: Ooh, dip it low. Apple bottom jeans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it? Is it like a puzzle game, or what is it?
1: It's kind of like Mist, except without anything interesting actually happening in it. Um, you're you're like trying to help somebody restore their memories, so you're like traveling through their memories and you have to kind of piece them back together again. But it just turns out that the memories are really, really boring. Mm. Um, and and it, what's what's sad is like I literally keep all four versions of Mist next to me on my bedside table, and I'm just sitting here right now thinking. I could have been playing Mist. It's time to go back to Mist and play that game again because that is an awesome game. And I never finished Mist Four, so maybe that's what I'll be doing this evening after, you know, Vault of Glass or something like that.
2: Yeah. Maybe that's what your PS4 was telling you about auto shutting down on you
1: that you need <laughs> to play Mist instead. Should have been playing Mist. And yeah. uh I have uh done the bind off on the body of my sweater and i had um, started on friday night i picked up all the stitches for the hood and i have been working on the hood portion of my sweater uh when i have not been playing video games this weekend
0: cool josh anything exciting happened in your life
2: uh i guess that depends on your definition of exciting uh so i started a titan this week on Destiny. Uh, Because after I saw the Taken King trailer, I was like, "Oh, cool!" So they added a Fire Thor Titan class. That's pretty cool. So yeah. uh, I decided to get get one of those going. Uh, got him up to level twenty, and then thankfully I had two other characters and I had some Titan gear, so I just level jumped. That was kind of nice. Yeah, um, that's sweet. yeah. wait,
1: uh, you to Titans level twenty in one week? Yeah. Gee, I've had my Titan for about four or five months now, and it's at 14.
0: Uh, usually, <laughs> you can, like, once you hit, like, level 12 or 13, you can kind of just do Crucible for a day, and then...
1: I can't do Crucible for any amount of time. <laughs> I hate Crucible.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, other other than that, I've been patiently waiting on... Uh, uh, overkill games the people who make payday 2 and to actually release a patch on the xbox one so i can play with other people online because a game was released broken and is not working so instead i've just been working on my titan <laughs> so uh, yeah other than that nothing else other than working so All right. yeah yeah how about you, Steve? How was your week? Oh,
0: thanks for that nice segue. Yeah.
1: Nobody cares.
0: Uh, I don't, I'm trying to think. Nothing eventful happened. My sister got married yesterday.
1: Well, that's not eventful. Yeah, uh, not at all.
0: My yeah, my older sister. I'm the second oldest in my family. Uh, so she got married yesterday to her new husband, Mitch. And uh, it was a uh, is 120 people a big wedding. I don't think it is.
1: Nah, not that big.
0: Yeah. Uh it was at uh it was at Frame Park down in Waukesha, which is actually a really nice park. They did their ceremony outside. Uh and it was it was a gorgeous day. It was almost like it was like perfect weather, but it was just a little too hot when you were directly in the sun. And so the whole ceremony was directly in the sun, which was a bummer, but like once you walked under shade or something it was like perfect weather. And then uh her reception was actually uh, also in the park. It was in one of those uh buildings you can rent out and it was right next to the lake and uh what was really cool is there was this little building that rented out like bikes or uh paddle boats and you could get like one of those like uh four people bikes but it was kind of like a old school car so it wasn't like four people in a row it was like two people and then two people behind you so that was really cool because my my younger sister has a uh a kid And her car was parked on the other side of the park because that's where the ceremony was. So we rented a bike because she needed to go back to her car to change her baby's diaper. So we put her baby uh, in the front of the bike and then we, like, biked over to her car and then she changed the diaper and we biked back. It was really cool. Nice. That's funny (laughs) that the highlight of my weekend was, like, biking to get my niece's diaper changed.
1: Ugh. The highlight of your weekend was going to Waukesha, the birthplace of Les Paul.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but it was a a really nice wedding. I had very low expectations uh, because I know it was on the cheaper side of weddings. And you never know with, like, cheap weddings if it's actually going to be like, oh, this is kind of a disaster or, like, this is really boring. We should leave early. But I stayed the whole night and I helped my sister clean up. I'll be seeing her later today for her gifts. I have them all in my car because her car was so full. And I was like, I'll just... I'll just, I'll just drop them off tomorrow, and it's one less thing you have to worry about tonight. Uh, but but she she and her husband left happy, so that's good.
1: Oh, congrats to the, the newlywed couple. Yeah. yeah. It's the season of weddings, man. We got that wedding invitation in the mail. I eloped over the weekend. <laughs> Your sister got married. June is the time for weddings. Yeah,
0: I, have, uh, I think I have two or three more weddings this summer to go to, and I'm standing in one of them. I'm standing in Will's wedding. Uh, Will not the not the <laughs> here. uh will who was on earlier episodes of it super effective the the one who is good at drawing so Comic i'll be book standing artist, in his yeah. wedding down in uh it's in the chicago area and i think that's in september
1: you are correct
0: so and he I has think,
1: the best wedding invitation i've ever gotten in my life
0: his yeah his wedding invitation is very cool yeah that was my weekend uh for the most part Um, But I think with that, we can jump uh, right into some Pokemon news, because that's why you guys are here. Uh, First bit of news is, I'm actually holding it right in my hands, is you can get your Dragonite at your... Oh, uh, at GameStop. Local local GameStop's here. So from June 22nd to July 12th, get a level 55 Dragonite with uh, multi-scale. He's holding a Lumberry. With the moves Dragon Dance, Outrage, Hurricane, and Extreme Speed. It, it says it's only valid for Mega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. So it doesn't look like X and Y is going to work. And then if you don't know how to do it, it has instructions on in the back. And uh, so select Mystery Gift on the main menu. Select Receive Gift. Yes. Uh, enter your code. Then it says hit Yes twice. And uh, your Dragonite will appear to the Delivery Girl in the Pokemon Center. And then Will... Be sure to save your game.
1: Uh, Well, am I going to have to soft reset for IVs? Uh, Yeah, it seems like it. Well, then I will save my game before I receive my Dragonite (laughs) from the delivery girl so that I can be sure to get the IVs that I want.
0: Yeah, I went to, uh, I just walked into GameStop. I said, hey man, can I get one of them Dragonite cards? And he just handed it to me and didn't say anything. And that was it. And then I left.
1: Did you go to Mayfair? Yeah. Yeah, I figured.
0: Yep. Yeah, so get your Dragonite. You got uh you got like two weeks left on that.
1: Yeah, my mom's coming to visit for the Fourth of July weekend, so we'll probably go. We'll both get uh, Dragonites. Get
0: up that GameStop.
1: Yep. I mean, I'm if sure. I go with my mom, it's less embarrassing, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, this is probably the most uh, interesting Pokemon news we have in a while. Pokemon. Launched a jukebox app on Google Play. I don't know if you guys heard about this. No, I did not. Uh, so I have the press release article right here. I'll just uh summarize it. Pokemon Company International today announced the launch of Pokemon Jukebox, an Android app that will let listeners uh listen to their favorite Pokemon music from video games. The app can be downloaded here. uh The app is free. Uh, in Pokemon Jukebox, fans encounter three new Pokemon songs each day, which they can listen to at no charge. Songs are available for users to buy through in-app purchase. The app contains numerous features, including playlist creation, looping, keyword, song search. I like how search is a feature. Uh, hold on, I Lawnmower's mean, coming back.
1: It's it's Android, so... <laughs> All
0: right, Lawnmower's gone. Uh, custom tagging, melodies, and more. Everyone from the most committed Pokémon enthusiast to the newest Pokémon trainer will be coming back for more. I like that tagline. Uh the first month uh Pokémon fans can enjoy over 200 Pokémon songs from the adventure of Red, Blue, Fire Red, Leaf Green, la you know, all the rest of the games. And uh it kind of breaks down um what features they do now they did state at the end here pokemon jukebox is not available for apple devices but apple users can continue to purchase pokemon songs through the itunes store
1: well isn't that nice of them just leave us all out the uh the super music collections right yeah yeah so so here's my question i didn't understand the whole apple music announcement does that mean it's gonna work like spotify where you're just like you're in your apple music and you're like i want to listen to pokemon uh black and white out super music collection and it's like even though you didn't buy it here you can stream it or is it different from that
0: uh it's exactly like spotify um but they didn't say they haven't said what albums are not or not on it and what albums are okay
2: yeah we'll probably have to wait like until it actually comes out to to see you know what's going to be on there and what's not going to be on there. Two days. Yeah, yeah. So
0: June 30th. Um I mean like obviously the biggest person that made a big deal about this was Taylor Swift and she openly said 1984 was not going to be on there but then she said a week later that she was putting 1984 on there. So I'm <laughs> so I'm curious if like how that works with artists if they can just say yes or no um and then it's
1: on the contract they have
0: right with pokemon obviously if they say yes to one album i'm assuming they're gonna say yes to all the albums yeah
1: yeah tim cook's hired thugs just showed up at her door and we're <laughs> like yeah you're pulling 1985 stuff will work with spotify but it ain't gonna work with us <laughs> i don't know i don't know who would listen to a terrible artists like Taylor Swift anyways.
0: Well, the problem with Spotify isn't isn't like their their service, it's their the what's um, the free thing that ruins it for artists?
1: Well, that's like not. Like the 100% the 9.99 sure.
0: obviously is the same as Apple's 9.99, but Apple doesn't offer like a free listening thing. Spotify does offer that free, and the only thing that is making money are is like the 32nd ads that run in between like three songs. And yes. that, that ad that runs isn't enough to pay anyone any money.
1: Yes, I could uh, teach everyone about um, internet streaming rights and artist rights when it comes to internet streaming and whether a company is profitable or not and how that determines whether they actually pay the artists. But that would not be Pokemon themed <laughs> 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 and would be incredibly dull, but it is an interest of mine. So if anybody wants to hear about perform- performance rights and internet streaming, just, you know, hit me up. Well, I was
2: uh, I was I was reading something the other day and there is actually an app that somehow fools uh, Spotify. So basically uh, what it does is it just plays the first 30 seconds of a song and like that gives kickbacks to the artist. Um, I forget what the app was, but uh, basically what the article was saying was that that first 30 seconds and, you know, continually playing it. That will, you know, that will give the the artist more money from continuing playing, you know, one song. I guess. Huh.
0: Yeah. Well, we will report back next week, and we will let you guys know if uh, the Pokemon music is on Apple. What are they calling that? Apple, Apple Music.
1: Music. Yeah. yeah. You could have unlimited Pokemon album streaming on Apple <laughs> Music. <laughs> Uh, Unfortunately, one of the podcast sponsors would then be going out of business.
2: (laughs) Do we we,
0: wish we had more sponsors? Um, (laughs) Let's see here. Uh, Speaking of music, uh, just a reminder, if uh, if Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions is in your area, you should probably go to it. Uh, The next one coming up is on June 1st in Baltimore. Uh, then June or sorry, July first in Baltimore. June is long gone now. Um, July first in Baltimore. July 9th in San Diego, and July eleventh in Los Angeles. So if those are anywhere in your location, you should probably buy tickets for uh, Pokemon's Defining Evolutions. Uh, Pokemon Jukebox is available on Android. We already went over this. Uh, something that doesn't apply to us because Japan gets everything cool in the world. Uh, Pokemon credit cards now exist in Japan. Hmm. Uh, there are uh, today, which was June 26, Pokemon uh, Visa was announced in Japan along with two prepaid Visa cards. Uh, one of the prepaid cards is a limited edition featuring Pikachu along with Hoopa from the Pokemon movie Hoopa and the Clash of Ages. Uh, there are only three different cards. Like I said, one or two are prepaid. One is like Pikachu holding a present, so obviously that makes sense for like a prepaid gift card because no one buys prepaid gift cards for themselves unless they're scamming somebody. And uh, the normal Visa Pokemon is just of Pikachu on a Visa, which is pretty cool.
1: Unfortunately, it only pays in Poke dollars, (laughs) (laughs) which most stores don't take.
0: Uh, It'd be cool if they brought that to the, uh, the States. I would get a Pokemon credit card for sure. Absolutely. Let's see here. Uh, the last bit of news we have for you guys is Pokemon Nationals is coming up on July 3rd through July 5th. Uh, the U.S. National Tournament will be held in at the Indiana Convention Center in Indianapolis, Indiana. Let's see here. The video game tournament will begin on July 3rd for the Masters Division, and a variety of side tournaments will be ongoing for the week. For the weekend, in addition to the US National Championships, Juniors and Seniors divisions will begin play on Saturday, July 4th. Uh, The Pokemon TCG Tournament will also begin on Friday, July 3rd for all ages. Uh, Let's see here, there is somewhat of a schedule, so uh, this is your first time going to Nationals, or maybe you just need a refresher here. So Thursday, July 2nd is on-site check-in for all pre-registered players from 4 to 530 Uh, If you haven't done so already, you can go to Pokemon.com, I believe, and you can pre-register, which is just filling out your name and your age and your player ID. If you don't have a player ID, you can fill that out as well on Pokemon.com. But I'm pretty sure if you don't have a player ID, you can't even compete at this point. Because, uh, at least in the TCG, I think you need 10 play points to even...
1: Yeah, I think for VGC Nationals, you still don't have to have play points because for Worlds, you only had to have one play point yeah. for the last chance qualifier. So uh, you could get that from being at Nationals.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if if you pre-registered and you're checking in on Thursday, July second, from four to five thirty p.m., you players checking in will receive a Nationals play mat. Uh, so get a free play mat by getting there early that I mean even if you don't use the play mat they go on ebay for like 60 bucks because people are crazy Yep. Uh, Friday July 3rd that's going to be your last chance for all pre-registered players at 7.30 in the morning no one wants to get up at 7.30 in the morning so get there uh, on Thursday to pre-register uh, there will be players meeting between 8 and 8.30 and the Swiss round will begin between nine, between six to nine Swiss rounds will be played, depending on how many people are there. So probably nine um, Swiss rounds on Friday will be best of three with a time limit of 50 minutes plus three turns. So if you're familiar with the TCG, that makes sense to you. If you're not, that just means you have 50 minutes to play three games. Whoever wins two games wins the whole thing. If time runs out, there are just three turns left, and whoever has more prizes drawn... Would win that game, uh, but there there's possibility for ties. Let's see. Saturday, July fourth. It's going to be day two of Swiss rounds, beginning at nine a.m. Players not in their seat at nine a.m. will receive a first round loss. Swiss rounds will be best of three. Time limit fifty minutes plus three turns. There will be a top eight and then a top four and then finals with a best of three. Time limit of seventy five minutes plus three turns for the finals. That's actually really cool that they're giving finals more time. Uh, after Swiss round is complete, uh, there is the top eight matches for quarterfinals. Oh, that's just saying that, yeah. Uh, and then there, top eight, top four. That's they just repeated themselves. Uh, Sunday, July fifth is going to be the final rounds for both for juniors, juniors top four, uh, juniors finals and seniors finals and master division finals. Juniors will start at 9 a.m. Seniors will start seniors and masters will start at 930 if you're doing the video game stuff you can uh, On Thursday July 2nd you can check in uh, between 530 to 7 p.m. Uh, So this is right after the TCG stuff Uh, you will need your battle boxes locked when you check in and Players who check in during this time will also receive a nationals championship battle mat so get your free play mat uh, if you don't check in on Thursday, you can check in again on Friday at 7.30 a.m. Uh, Masters on Friday will start at 8 a.m. That's going to be Friday Swiss, so best of three for Masters. Uh, and all players with a record of two or fewer losses with zero ties will advance to Saturday. So that's new. So as long as you have no more than two losses, you're going go to go to the Saturday Finals. I don't know how that works with ties, though, because it says with zero ties. So I don't know if you have one loss and one tie, if that that will advance you. But I, it looks like if you have two losses and one tie, that does not advance you. Mm, yeah. Um, side events will occur throughout the day. The, that full schedule will be released later. So they never post side events until like that morning.
1: Yeah, because it depends on their staffing. Right. And how many people they can assign to monitor the and side how many events. people will
0: volunteer. Uh, Saturday July 4th juniors and seniors uh, at 8.30am battle boxes have to be locked in players will meet at 9.30 for Swiss uh, still the best of three it says here in the notes please please remember uh, about your battery charge and usage to make sure your DS's are charged uh, let's see players with two or fewer losses and zero ties will advance to Sunday so they're kind of doing the same thing again uh, Masters Division Day 2 of Swiss will begin at 8. Players must be there by 7.50. Uh, still best of 3. Players who advance from Friday will have their records reset. Top uh, A top 8 will be taken at the end of the day with single elimination. Top 8 will be played later that Saturday afternoon. Side, of, side events throughout the day. And then Sunday there will be single elimination between juniors and seniors. All players must be checked in by 10 a.m. If you are not in your seat by 10:10, 10, 10, you will you will lose your first game and then juniors, seniors and masters top 2 will have uh will start playing beginning immediately after the TCG Masters division. And that's how they do it every year. They always do TCG first and then they do video game. Ooh, sorry, that was a lot of information, but if you Yeah. And my one
1: uh very, very important fit. Yeah, what I would say is uh, if if you're curious about nationals, um, I would recommend that you go at least once because it's a great experience to just go and have some fun. Um, And also uh, to manage battery life depletion, um, make sure that your team, your battle team is on a cartridge and bring three 3DSs that are all fully charged so that when one's battery dies out, you just switch your cartridge to the next one. (laughs) And then you can keep on going. That's what I do.
0: I I think a DS could probably last throughout your whole battle if it's fully charged.
1: Uh, You know what? I've done a lot more VGC competition than you have. And you would be amazed at the number of people whose batteries run out right in the middle of the actual competition. Because they were like, I'm going to spend the entire morning trading Pokemon with strangers. And then by the (laughs) time you actually get to battling, it's like, I don't have any battery left. What happened?
0: Uh, they, yeah. they usually do have chargers though At the stations, it's just not guaranteed
1: Yeah so Well, you should, they, sometimes you have to sit at a special seat And then if somebody else is at that seat And what if you don't bring your little uh, plug brick Because, you know, Nintendo doesn't sell those With the handhelds anymore
0: <laughs> Yeah, well <laughs> If you go with your DS fully charged You should be fine for the competition But it will probably be close to dead after the competition
1: True, very true And especially those street passes Don't get sucked in by the street passes <laughs>
0: Josh, have you ever been to Nationals? Uh,
2: unfortunately, no. I do not think I'm good enough to go to something like that. So. You don't have
1: to be good. Well, don't have to be be good. I brought it's, a wish cash that new Fisher. You don't have to be good. It's You're also kind of far away for me. It's closer to you than it is to me. Is it? You have no excuses, man. I can come up with some though. Yes, that's true. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Irene went um, four, four, and five uh, at the. St. Louis regionals with a team she's never even played before. Like, literally Justin trained her some Pokemon, gave it to her, told them how it worked. And it was the first time she ever battled in VGCs, and she went four and five. Nice. So, I mean, you don't have to be skillful. I mean, I, I, say, I say that cautionly because if for a second you believe that Pokemon is not, like, 75% luck, then you're just kidding yourself.
2: So you're saying I could take a team of match cards, all with splash, yes. no tackle, and probably come out victorious, maybe? I, I
0: would probably say that you'd go like
2: two and four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that worked, that would just be the highlight. Because what if you we went
0: against a team of dittos and they're like, oh, sh- oh shoot.
2: <laughs> Who's going to get to struggle first?
0: That's right. Oh, I think we lost Will, but that's all right. right. We'll, uh, he's disconnected for now. That's okay. It's perfect time for a break, so we will take a quick break. And then when we come back, we are actually going to talk about some berry farming and some Pokemon and item of the week. So we'll be right back. break we had some berries to talk about in uh omega ruby alpha sapphire as well as um i guess x and y as well too so we have two resident berry experts here both josh and will
2: (laughs) yeah that's a thing
0: (laughs) uh josh had some initial complaints about uh berry farming in omega ruby alpha sapphire and i think will will express some complaints earlier when when the when that game debuted but uh i'll I'll let Josh do some talking for a bit
2: uh yeah uh so in in the original um in the original Ruby and sapphire they had this really neat mini game uh with berry blending that you could do um you know you put uh you put a berry in and then I think three other up to three other people could put a berry in and uh you you would tap. I think it was on the D-pad that you would tap um, a specific direction, and the better you, you blend, the the better that you did with that, the better the berry would turn out in the end. Um, the The fact that it was just an item that you can use an Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and they the fact that they took that game away, it's kind of kind of my biggest gripe because that was so, actually a really fun a really fun mini game that they could have used, you
1: know, with other people. Yeah. So so it was basically like a rhythm game, right? It's like when the thing came around to you, you were supposed to hit your D pad at right. that moment, right? And then that yeah. made for a better mix of uh I guess it was a, it's a Pokeball. It was still pokeblocks that came out at the end, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Um and, so I, I think it you know, like which direction you pushed was based on which which uh side uh you put the berry in. So if you're on the left side, you would hit left on the D-pad. If you're up,
1: it, you know, on top of the berry machine, you would hit up, and then it would just go that way. And uh, and Black and White had something similar with the egg twirling game, where yeah. you like everybody would contribute an egg, and then it would spin around, and then you would randomly some you'd end up with a scrambled Pokemon egg at the end yeah. <laughs> because that can't be good for those eggs. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you taught like before uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire even came out, you were telling me like your dream was to have internet based berry blending. Yeah, I mean it's right. a, it,
2: it it was a really fun thing to do, you know, as just kind of a okay, well, you know, we we don't feel like, you know, with your friends, okay, we don't feel like battling right now, but this berry blending game, you know, it's a test of your reaction and it's, you know, everybody wins because they get a poke block out of it.
1: So Well, yeah, and and you know, I do enjoy the Pokemon uh what do they call? Like I want to say musical, but that's black and white because I love black and white. Um The demonstrations, what are they called? The shows, showcases, contest, the contests. Yeah. I love them, but I don't love them enough to like make specific Pokeblocks to make my Pokemon better at the Pokemon contest. And, you know, without having that friend ability for everybody to work on it together, to like make it something that you want to do. Um, I think it then really only the truly committed, uh, Actually, try to do really well at the Pokemon contests. I don't even know if there's like a special reward you get if you get like the best all the highest level in all the Pokemon contests. Besides that, uh, girl, like talking to you. Don't don't the Pokemon get ribbons? Uh, for participating yeah. what what am i gonna do
2: with a ribbon well, well, just show off your pokemon hey this uh, <laughs> this pokemon is the coolest in my uh hoenn world so yeah deal with
1: that
0: wait so uh, <laughs> uh question there are berries that don't do anything like raspberry and
1: yeah raspberries berries. get stuck in my teeth is what they do <laughs>
0: and pinup berry they have Pineapple? zero
1: effects they i think they have zero battle effects but they affect the poke block that are made that's made oh okay yeah yeah because the um poke blocks like are uh they give you like you know, you know how like instead of having hp special attack attack special defense defense and speed the in the contests it's all like cool serious. beauty cute yeah so like specific the, stats for for the uh, for the contest, and and the Pokeblocks boost those stats, which like outside of your actual attack, special attack, all that kind of biz, um, and they have oh, they, why do they have to make it so complicated, right? There's like five flavors: spicy, dry, sweet, bitter, and sour. And then, you know, the different berry combinations make those come out. And then it's like if your Pokemon likes bitter things or if your Pokemon likes sour things, then it gets a different kind of boost. This is like a whole other game altogether. It's so complicated. Well, I actually I actually
2: enjoyed, like, participating in the contest, like, mainly because of, you know, the berry blending, because that was something that I could do, you know, take a quick break from, you know, stomping through the game, and, you know, it was something, you know, it was just a little mini-game, take a break, and go do a contest after I, you know, do the berry blending, and it was just a nice little, you know, something something else extra to do, uh, but taking that away, I mean even the even the contest Pikachu's was not enough to get
1: me to want to do any of the contest.
2: That's saying something.
1: Well, you had to do a couple uh, contests so you could get your cosplay Pikachu going. Yeah. Here.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like I wouldn't I didn't I have no interest in doing that just because they they don't have that as an actual game anymore. Like the game is what made the contest fun for me. I mean the contests are fine, but you know the berry blending and trying to get the perfect Pokeblocks uh, was was what kind of drove me into playing that.
1: Wait, did they make new berries?
2: Yeah, there are three new berries and. No,
1: um, there's more than three new berries. What?
0: Well, there are there are one, two, three, four, four berries in generation.
1: Oh, uh, now there's some from generation three that they they got rid of. Okay, because I was like I was. Down to where I was only missing two berries, and boy, was I going to be mad if they added six more
0: there are three berries in generation six there's the rosalie berry, the key berry,
1: and the moranga berry um I think they have those Where do you see those I'm, i I think you're making that up rose the roselia berry that's uh, not real
0: roselie berry r o s e l i it decreases damage taken by uh by the holder from super effective fairy type moves keyberry raises defensive holder is hit by a physical move and moringa berry is raises special defense if hit by a special move
1: so those are berries that just will never be used ever <laughs> i love berries i do like in um in omega ruby and alpha sapphire that well i mean the berry farming is a little more difficult because you have to kind of go around that circle it's not the berry fields that we had in x and y where it was just very simple like three or, or six rows of six so you could do all that but i'm also glad that they got rid of the whole uh hybridization where you had to plant two berries next to each other to get a different kind of berry with the right kind of mulch and man i was so ocd about that where i would like wake up in the morning and I would farm berries and I would get to work and I would farm berries and at lunchtime I would farm berries and when I got home from work I would farm berries and before I went to bed at night I would farm berries and I was oh I'm glad I don't have to do that ever again Um, I would like to meet somebody who has uh, gotten a uh, starf berry or a landsat berry from the um, chatelaines because that's the only way to get them anymore like a hundred straight wins in the battle maison
0: Ugh. Like i know
1: it is a lot of work just for mary makes me cry because like i got to one where it was like 75 wins and <laughs> and then a loss <laughs> you can't you can't
0: transfer berries between games right sure you can okay just
1: you just curious. have a pokemon hold it and then trade it over but uh, I don't know. I, I, do, I do think that they missed an opportunity with the Pokemon contests and and the and the berry mixing. Josh is right. You know that that could have been a nice little online. They really have dropped a lot of those just online mini games. They so they even had in black and white like little things that you could do that weren't playing the main game and weren't uh, uh, having Pokemon battles. Do you think? Um,
0: do you think you'd be more? Maybe they dropped it for possible like making them into like ios and android apps
1: uh if they made ios or android apps or mobile apps as we like to call them um that could actually transfer them back into the game that would be legit
0: because i can't see like a lot of people sitting at their computer doing barry stuff when nowadays that would be more convenient to be like sitting on a bus to do that
1: how many people did the dream world
0: it's Tons. clearly not enough because they closed it.
1: Well, they close. I don't know why they closed it. I don't- Lots of people were like really obsessive about that, and they got a lot of berries that way. That was a, a big, big place for berries as well.
0: I mean, I just think of when uh, I just think of when Josh said the berry blending mini game was really fun and stuff, and I could see them moving that into like a iOS app or something
1: like that. You know, it would be super sweet. A moving Pokemon and me onto a mobile app. You transfer your Pokemon into Pokemon and me, and then you like carry it on your phone like a Tamagotchi, and you like tickle it and feed it poffins. And oh man, I'd be down for that. That would be so cool. Yeah, I mean, I
2: would, I would like it if they would come out with an app, but. Uh... I don't know. I don't I'm kinda skeptical about things like this. I don't I don't know if that would be the direction that they would go in first. Um wishful thinking. I mean it would be great if they would, but you know, I'm kinda skeptical about what they're gonna do as far as mobile is concerned. I mean what have we what have we got up to this point? We've gotten the Pokemon Camp, which I mean, I don't play. My daughter likes to play it. I do not play it. It's um, a foray,
1: man. It's the, it's the first step. Uh,
2: yeah, and I'm I, you know, first steps are great. Uh, I think they should have probably kept the momentum going and done more with that. Or you know, at the very least, like let people who want to play the Pokemon training card game have it on our phones as opposed to having it just on the iPad. Um, I mean, Hearthstone works great on the iPhone. I don't see why. They couldn't put the Pokemon trading card game on the phone
1: because then that would encourage me to play. Right?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, PTCGO is available on uh, iPad, right? Not, yeah, not just iPad. IPod. Right?
2: Uh, yeah, it's not on the phone, uh, which is unfortunate because I would definitely play that way. Because I mean, it, when it comes to video game versions of card games, I mean, Magic is pretty decent, and I absolutely loved the trading card game uh, that came out on the Game Boy. Like, I loved, loved, love that game. Uh, you know, the ability to, uh, you know, get only specific cards by pointing, (laughs) pointing your Game Boy at somebody else's Game Boy to get, you know, that's, you know, some specific cards.
1: I thought that was a really interesting way to do it. Well, I don't know. I think within the next, uh, 10 years, Nintendo is going to have to make a Sega decision about whether they want to continue making hardware or whether they want to make games that run on other hardware and, uh. I think they'd be wise to move into the mobile market and just take advantage of that.
0: I don't know. It's not really working out for Sega.
1: What do you mean? Uh, Mario and Sonic went to the Olympics together. (laughs) (laughs) How many times at this point? (laughs) I I don't know. That's Sega bringing in some money.
2: I mean, Sega definitely has a huge... Uh, interest in in uh mobile because there's i can't i don't even know how many sonic games I think they just released one a couple of days ago or today Sonic runners then there's uh, let's see sonic dash sonic jump I mean those are those are three you know free to play games that people are you know paying to play I mean they're free to play but you know they'll pay to get rings and stuff. are they on mobile devices? Yeah, yeah, they're all free. I mean, Sonic oh. is uh, of of the endless runners. Sonic makes the most sense because <laughs> that's all he does.
0: <laughs> I think uh, Nintendo's strategy of releasing apps to get you to play or buy a DS or a Wii U is is logical at this point.
1: I'm just saying, within the next ten years, I think hardware is not going to be Nintendo's strong point. Their intellectual property is really. Is really their key. Yeah.
2: You yep.
0: All right. So that's
1: berry talk. <laughs> that's Barry talk.
0: Uh, before we jump into item or Pokemon of the week, uh, I just want to give a shout out to our Patreon. We hit our first milestone goal of $150 a month. Uh, thank you to the 42 backers that are backing our Patreon. If you want to support our Patreon, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash. it's super effective. And if you, uh, Give a dollar a month, you get access to our Slack community. Uh if you give five dollars a month, you get access to our Slack community and a bunch of stickers. And there are some other reward levels there. So uh if you haven't done so already, um please support us on Patreon.
2: Can I can I can I jump in here being a, a, a patron? Sure. Okay, yeah. Uh it's absolutely worth your money. Uh I have seen some other Patreons not quite as not quite as nice and good and, you know, up to date as the Pokemon Patreon. Uh so it's definitely worth it. Uh the Slack community is fun. Uh it's a very nice community, everybody's pretty cool. Uh so and uh, the Mario Kart 8 tournament we had was really good uh, it was a pretty decent turnout for people so uh, I highly recommend it being a, a, a patron myself so do it people yeah
0: and I think we're going to do a 4th of July uh, Splatoon thing going on since the Splatfest is coming up and I have that whole weekend off so um, I'm going to try I have to it- have
1: Splatoon for that? <laughs> you would yes Wow no. Looks like me and you that. are out, Will. Yep, me and my mom are going
0: to be hanging out. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, Hopefully I can get some Splatoon in for the 4th of July weekend for those who are not going to Nationals. Maybe some Mario Kart as well. Um, but yeah, this Spl- the Slack community is very awesome. And I appreciate everyone there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there was a little bit of Shuffle news I completely forgot. There is a new Safari Zone in Pokemon Shuffle. I don't know if I talked about this last week, but uh, there is... Uh, Stantler uh, Elect trying to think Minetric is the rare one and then there's uh, Daramuka and Darmantan and Electrike and Electrike, yes, those are the five and uh, Minet- Minetric is the rare one that's hardest to find because he can Mega Evolve and the rumors are on uh, in a week or so that there will be a Mega Minetric competition for the Megastone um so
1: are you are you sure because I have not seen Darmanitan.
0: Yeah, I caught him.
1: He's also yeah, I, Well, I caught um elective, what's isn't that Electivire? Uh Manectric. Manectric. Yeah, that's the See, only one. It's I hard to remember because his name doesn't start with Elec. Yeah.
0: The uh, am I am I the only one maybe I'm curious for our listeners or maybe if you will do this like now when I go into Safari Zone if it's something I already caught I just quit. I just don't even bother with the battle anymore.
1: Do you lose a heart? Yeah. Uh, No I do the battle. It's not worth it. (laughs) It's experience points. It's experience points. You only get 10. It's it's the fun of the things falling and going blink 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 it's, and it's the attacks <laughs> going up. That's that's all I need.
0: The safari zone last time was such a grind and almost killed me that I can't I can't do it.
1: I, I have no problem doing it. <laughs> so, grind is Dialga, and see I, I
0: caught him on my second try.
1: I am very happy that I finally caught Dialga this morning. It took uh, I, I had. Uh, Defeated him with one move left. It took three great balls, but it was done.
0: Yeah, I I did the Mega Lucario and had no problem defeating him, and then I had to use one great ball and I got him and never had to deal with that again. Well, aren't you special? I'm just saying. That grind of safaris on the
1: roof. Uh, I still haven't caught Manaphy.
0: He's kind of tough. I think I had to use two great balls on Manaphy.
1: I mean, I haven't even been able to get him down to the point where I get to throw a ball at him. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: uh, Shaman's nice. pretty good because you have like a small chance of putting Manaphy to sleep, which really helps.
1: Uh, I've been trying to uh, focus on Mega Mega Ing Ampharos because then that clears up the frozen Pokemon. Yeah, cl- clears them out, but it just it takes Ampharos takes way too long to Mega.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll take another quick break uh, and then we'll talk about our Pokemon and our items of the week. So we will be right back. And we are back to talk to you about our item of the week. Probably the most expensive item of the week we've done. Uh, If you are going to Nationals, you might want this item of the week. Or they actually might sell it there. Uh, But probably not. Uh, The Charizard Messenger Bag. For $199. Wow. Uh, It has 3 out of 5 Pokeballs. And uh, the product description here is... You can take the Flame Pokemon with you wherever you go. This... Stylish messenger bag features Charizard in a simple design to appeal to all Pokemon fans of all ages and durable enough to protect everything you want to take with you. The Charizard messenger bag is a Pokemon Center original and includes a customized Charizard keychain as well as an excellent construction by the messenger bag experts at Timbuktu, one of the world's premier messenger bag companies. It is uh, made in the USA which is very different than the made-in-China of all the plushes. It's nylon, TPU liner, uh, zinc alloy keychain, weighs 2.2 American pounds. Um, I believe this is a medium messenger bag, according to Timbuk2.
1: Oh, I didn't know they came in sizes.
0: Yeah, Timbuk2 makes extra small, small, medium, large, and extra large, I believe. a Medium usually fits a 15-inch computer.
1: Mm, that's about your average size computer uh, 13 is more common yeah, these a, phase, small,
0: I think. a small a small will fit a 13 13 inch computer i think an extra small also fits a 13 inch computer but you're not going to fit much else would you like to read the features will
1: uh features it's a bag no <laughs> number one roomy messenger bag made by the world-class timbuktu bag company Seals with secure fasteners, and includes a custom Charizard keychain. I think that Charizard keychain should be a feature all on its own. I agree. Uh, Adjustable straps for good fit, and sturdy, long-lasting construction. Um, I think it's a little misleading to say adjustable straps for good fit, since there's only one strap.
0: Uh, That's true.
1: Well, maybe they're counting the the, uh, the ones that buckle it down. Don't make excuses for them. They're charging $199 <laughs> for this bag.
0: So I don't, don't know if either of you two have um, Timbuktu bags.
1: I, I do
0: not. Oh, That's a bummer. I have, I have two of them. Uh, when I worked uh, at my last job, we got like a 30% discount with Timbuktu. So this is definitely so. Okay. So you can, you can customize bags on Timbuktu.com like you can literally customize the stitching and the the top panel usually has three different colors and you can you can change all those colors you can change the color of the stitching and the color of the inside of the bag and the color of the like you can really like go all out and customize a Timbuk2 bag and that will usually run you about $200 um with that being said you can buy just their pre-made bags of like they have all black or they have like they do they they Often change their colors of their bags. So if you just want to like to buy a blue and silver bag, now those run yeah probably about hundred and twenty dollars depending on your size. So it's if 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 you were going for a custom Timbuk2 bag, you this price pretty much lines up with with Timbuk2.com. If but you can usually get a non-custom bag and then just wait for a sale and you can usually get a bag under hundred dollars from but Timbuk2. And I believe they have a lifetime warranty on all their bags, and they are pretty fantastic. They're uh, water-resistant on the most part, so if you're stuck in the rain, you're not worried about your computer getting damaged or anything else inside of the bag getting damaged. I have two Timbuktu bags, and I love them, and I take them everywhere. On a quality as- uh, uh, aspect, if you have $200 and you want a good bag, like this is really awesome that this is actually a Timbuktu bag, so that's really cool. Um if you can't see the pictures it's a it's a like a red a dark red and then another red on like the cover of the bag and then there's uh a charmander evolving into a uh, charmeleon into a charizard it's very just they're just silhouettes so i mean if you're walking down the street unless unless you're walking in front of a diehard pokemon fan most people won't recognize that it's a pokemon bag but on the inside if you open up the the bag itself, you're gonna get like uh, uh the interior is lined with a bunch of Char Charizard silhouettes that look really cool. But well,
1: uh it's, it's Charizard, Charmeleon, and Charmander Charmico Charmander. Ha!
0: Uh so there are a couple reviews. Uh so there are two one star reviews and two five star reviews. Uh let's uh I'll read the first one here. It's one out of five titled Wow by reviewer Vault Boy. Uh, It says, first off, really expensive. I've seen the exact bag without Charizard theme. For example, the vault Tech messenger bag from Bethesda. Way cheaper than $200 is ridiculous. Just saying.
2: So it seems like this isn't really the bag for him that... He should probably buy the one from Bethesda and not complain about the ones that Pokemon
1: Center has. Yeah. you know you're, you're rationalizing this so hard. It's very clear that this person is a huge Fallout fanboy, and he's like, "How dare Pokemon also have a bag? I've got a crap all over it." Because it's not like he bought it, I'm
2: right?
0: Like, <laughs> that's true. I'm looking at the Vault Tec bag right now. I'm just want I'm just want to see if that's uh um is it Fallout themed? It just has tech on it. Uh yeah, it's, I'm just saying if it's a actually a Timbuktu bag.
2: Wait, well, the only complaint I would have about this bag, other I mean, other than the price tag, would be that the Pokeball like uh uh tag in the upper left hand corner is turned sideways. That seems like a weird design choice.
0: <laughs> so yeah, is I can't uh, uh, the the oh, Voltech yeah. Messenger bag is on store.both Bethes- Bethesda.com. Um, it is not a Timbuktu bag.
1: Well, that's why it's not $200. The Voltec
0: Messenger bag is just a, a ballistic nylon bag that can hold a laptop of 15 inches and multiple pot- pockets interior. So I don't even think it's water resistant because if your bag's water resistant, you usually list that because that's a pretty important feature. Um, so yeah, the Voltec Messenger bag isn't by Timbuktu.
1: It's a uh, cheap knockoff. Uh,
0: Will, do you want to read the next review?
1: Uh, wh- Which one is it? I was sorting my reviews because I was so shocked by these one-star uh, by reviews Ace out Trainer. here. Chase B. Ace Trainer you from Charlotte, it. North Carolina. <laughs> First, I'd just like to say that I'm very satisfied on how fast it took this bag to ship. Ordered it on Friday morning, came in on Sunday morning, and I paid for standard shipping. I'm sorry, I have to pause because the U.S. Postal Service doesn't deliver on Sundays. Anyways, now for the bag itself. <laughs> it looks really sturdy to withstand a one-hit KO and even comes with a Timbuktu lifetime warranty when you sign up on their site. The bag has so many pockets that I don't know what to do with, which is great. I can easily fit my 15.6-inch laptop in it with some breathing room for it. The only cons I have... Yeah, breathing room. Well, you know, because the bag doesn't literally breathe. The only cons I have for this bag is the price. The only cons I have is the price. All right? And how Charizard is the only current style available. If you just got 15-inch laptop or smaller, you enjoy Pokemon, and you have a little money left over to spend, then this is definitely worth the buy. Also... Beautiful, high quality keychain. I actually think that keychain is worth $200 on its own. So I agree with, <laughs> with Chase B. Ace. Uh, um, so
0: he did say that it does come with a lifetime warranty.
1: As long as you register on the Timbuktu site. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Um, and he said it was, uh, he said it could hold a 15.5 inch laptop, which is.
1: with some breathing room.
0: Yeah, which yeah, which makes it um, which makes it a medium bag, uh, because Timbuktu lists that uh, it can hold a sixteen point seven inch laptop and a medium bag, so that makes sense. And a medium bag, uh, so a medium plain, classic messenger bag is one hundred thirty four dollars on Timbuktu.com, and that's without adding any customization. So if you start to add uh, different fabric and different colors, it's increases the price so yeah Uh, I would not say that this uh, bag is overpriced it is expensive though
1: well it's overpriced if you're super cheap
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, one out of four people found the following review helpful one out of five Pokeballs titled Wow by Ben G G. Uh, this bag is nice and handles everything I need to go to battle more importantly please read the next section the five-star review was clearly not written by a parent. It is a shameful, shameful to trick the Pokemon company community into purchasing an expensive bag in this manner. This bag is nice, and I enjoy it. However, I'm an engineer by trade, and I would never, I would never would have described it to length. The last of this review. Shame on whoever thought by tricking us would be the best way to go to get our business.
1: No, I don't know I think, why he's so convinced that a parent didn't write the what we haven't read yet next review.
2: Right, which is the next review here. So. And he enjoyed the bag. So why I know, he and it he still gave one it star? one star.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: He starts off, this bag is nice and handles everything I need. That right there sounds at least like a four star.
0: <laughs> so good. <laughs> Alright, so 29 out of 30 people found the following review helpful. 5 out of 5 Pokeballs. Another great collection for Pokemon lovers by Shirley Pokey Lover, New York City, New York. So this is what um, Benji was referring to. My 13-year-old son was thrilled when the bag arrived shortly after the order was placed, despite the storm we had. Size-wise, it might be a little too big for him, but now... Might be too big for him now, but not an issue eventually. He cannot wait to use it. Moreover, Charizard is one of his favorite Pokemon. There is a zipper compartment on the back which unfolds into Velcro pockets that fits a laptop or other essentials. An image of this should be included under the description. The bag also comes with a slot that goes through the handle of a trolley bag. The slot is not mentioned a perp... This slot, if not used for the mentioned purpose, mentioned purpose, can be Velcroed at the bottom and serves as an open side pocket for some last-minute stuff. Great for my son when we travel. Timbuk2 bags are meant to last for a long time. That's why they have a
2: lifetime warranty. Mm-hmm.
0: If this is true, then it's worth the price. Glad that I am the first to write a review. Hope it helps another fan who is sitting on the fence. Oh, Beautiful. So I, don't, I- I don't understand uh, Benji's review. He's I so know. upset about this review. I know! He, he likes the bag.
1: I think He's got some issues that we will un- be not be able to fathom just by his written text. <laughs> Get Benji on the he, phone!
2: I mean, he sounds like a paranoid conspiracy theorist but what line. he says. Uh, clearly not written by a parent. Really?
0: I mean, during, I will say, for so for features, it should say that it has a lifetime warranty. And I wish it did say what, what size bag it was, according to Timbuktu. I'm pretty confident it's a medium bag. Uh, I can't imagine it's a large bag, because their large bags are, like, their large bags are a bag you would take only for, like, camping purposes. You probably wouldn't take them to the office with you daily. They're just Who loves
1: really big. With a messenger bag. <laughs> That's it's not what very messenger y.
0: I would say like you're probably using a large messenger bag if you're like hiking up a mountain and hiking back down and you got like all your like survival stuff.
1: No, then I would take a backpack like a normal person. You can get Timbuktu two backpacks. Well then it's not a messenger bag. <laughs> it's a backpack. Not Do you understand the context? I mean a large messenger bag is for that like ultimate bike messenger which i don't know if you have those in milwaukee no we have but not. he's got to like carry like a safe's worth of documents across town on a bike
0: or like a million subs
1: uh bike messen- uh i mean i don't count jimmy johns in the uh bike messenger world um, baskets for that and their bikes no 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 oh, no okay. bike messenger throw it on your back you go Toss your bike to the side at your destination. Deliver. Go. Next <laughs> next destination. Okay. And uh, pro tip, if you are in Washington, D.C. and would like to meet a bike messenger for whatever purposes, um, Lucky Bar on Connecticut Avenue is where they all hang out. Good to know. Which is why I do not go to the Lucky Bar on Connecticut <laughs> Avenue.
0: Um, so, yes, from my experience with Timbuktu messenger bags, this bag is expensive, but not overpriced. And it's not nearly the same as a Bethesda bag, because that's not even Timbuk2 quality.
1: Correct. Spill one soda inside that Bethesda bag, it's going to leak out all over your floor.
0: Yeah, actually, I i had... um I had a can of Dr. Pepper explode in uh, one of my Timbuk2 Messenger bags. I didn't know until the next morning, and the bag was able to hold all the soda in it. Um... And my laptop was in the laptop section of that bag, and it, it stayed soda free because the soda exploded in the main compartment. So,
1: let's be honest: the soda didn't even evaporate.
0: <laughs> the quality, the quality. Uh, cool. Well, I guess that moves us right into our Pokemon of the week, uh, which, if you paid attention to the beginning episode, you would have guessed that it was Snorlax. The normal type Pokemon, or consider the sleeping Pokemon, number 143.
1: Much ah, like my sleeping dog that's been here next to me snoring the entire time we've been recording.
0: Introduced <laughs> in uh, Generation 1, of course. Snorlax, so oddly enough, I didn't know this until I checked out this Bulbapedia article, but it is 87.5% male, 12.5% female.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like a starter with that ratio.
0: A big old starter. Uh, A little something about Snorlax here. Let's find something to read. Uh, Snorlax is often found in mountains and forests. It wakes up only to eat and seldom for exercise. It is not a picky eater, as its strong stomach will allow it to eat even moldy food without feeling any ill effects. When hungry, it is not satisfied until it consumes 900 pounds of food. Snorlax is... Doctile enough to let children and small Pokemon bounce on its large stomach. Docile. Docile,
1: Docile. sorry. And, uh, yeah, much like Will Anderson, eats moldy food, 900 pounds, moldy food.
2: (laughs) Hey, this is my favorite Pokemon. I think that's more similar to me. Besides, you are... Not a large person like
1: I am, Will. You're (laughs) over small.
2: That's why I identify with Snorlax. I I am a large dude.
1: (laughs) I weigh over 200 pounds of largeness. I certainly do. It's all muscle, but still.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You you got that healthy living going on?
1: Oh, you know it. That's why I got those meatballs in the fridge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Snorlax has 540 base, that total. 160 in HP being its strongest. Uh, 110 in attack and 110 in special defense. Uh, Lowest speed being speed with 30. So (laughs) I guess uh, if you're running a trick room team, Snorlax becomes really fast.
1: Yeah, sweet.
0: Uh, I do have a move set for you guys here. Uh, So if you're curious of running a move set, this will probably work on both singles and doubles. Uh, You want the ability of thick fat. Uh, item leftovers and then uh, you could run rest of course Uh, curse um, body slam and then for your fourth move you could either go uh, earthquake sleep talk or crunch I would probably if it was me do like earthquake because if you sleep talk you're either going to rest curse or body slam again and if it's a longer battle you've probably used all your curses up
1: Is every moveset that you ever promote a sleep talk moveset? (laughs) Uh,
0: Recently, yeah, it has been. Hmm.
1: So I was telling Josh earlier that I have um, Snorlax gives me bad memories um, just because the last time I went to nationals, uh, they had a side competition where it was win a 3DS, but it was a TCG competition. And it was single elimination. The first guy I played against was playing uh, the Team Plasma Snorlax card, which the sole thing, the sole purpose that people would play that card is it prevented your active Pokemon from retreating. So what they would do is they would put Team Plasma Snorlax in front. They would play the Hypnotastic Laser, which poisons your Pokemon. And then they'd sit there and your Pokemon would die from poison and you couldn't <laughs> retreat it to heal it. You couldn't do anything, you know. And the, the reason that it makes me angry is because the guy was like losing. I had a good strategy for it. And then once he started to win, he started to slow play because he knew it was a 45 minute round. Oh. And he just went super slow Got to the point where he had more prizes than me, and just like just would not move, so that time ran out and he auto won. And it was like literally like at the last minute where I could have taken one more prize, but the time ran out. And I'm like, I hate Snorlax. That's the worst. I hate Team Plasma. Those, Snorlax. those players
0: are the worst.
1: Oh yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Like that's a really cheap way to win.
2: And
0: that's that's when when they switched the format to uh to best two out of three or even slightly before that like slow players were the worst i feel like at this point in the tcg you almost need those like chess clocks
1: yeah and and honestly you know for most people i would say yes go ahead complain to the judges about somebody who's you obviously slow playing um the problem with me is I was the 40-year-old, and this dude was like the 22-year-old. And it's like, am I going to really call the judge over on this guy for slow playing, slow playing uh, over a 3DS competition? No. Yeah. I just kept, kept my pride and walked away in anger. But that's my angry Snorlax story.
0: Ugh, that's a bummer.
1: And you weren't there, Steve. You abandoned me. I'm sorry. Let me go to nationals by myself.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll see each other at Gen Con, though
1: certainly will but we won't be playing any pokemon tcg
0: nah but we'll probably be playing some two rooms in a boom
1: uh did you sign me up for that uh no they just do it every night so we'll be fine all right right um yeah them. and uh if anybody's coming to gen con steve and i will both be there we will, as be. will irene and several other folks yep
0: yep and uh irene will be going to a one direction concert on saturday so i will be irene free all saturday it's pretty exciting <laughs>
1: I mean,
0: not really. Uh, She's a lot. She's a lot to handle sometimes. (laughs) Um, If you have a shiny Snorlax, uh, speaking of a lot to handle, if you have a shiny Snorlax, it is just a more blue. I would say Snorlax's regular color is like a green blue. Um, A shiny Snorlax is like a navy blue, which is okay.
1: What color is its belly?
0: Uh, It is still the same color of uh, like tan um
1: that's not very exciting at all
0: in the pokemon stadium series snorlax will open their eyes when it faints (laughs) in pokemon snap snorlax will stand up and dance if the pokey flute is used i don't remember where snorlax is in pokemon snap
1: oh it's been a real long time for me
0: i think he's in the first the beach part i think uh, in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, are the only games in which Snorlax is a Snorlax is in the regional Pokédex and is not encountered as an obstacle that is blocking the route. Is he blocking a route? And oh, they're talking about regional Pokédex. Okay, never mind. Uh, in HeartGold Soul Silver, if the player interacts with Snorlax by walking up to them while at Mount Silver, the message will say "Snorlax is feeling very eager." will appear. This is due to Red, who is also at Mount Silver, owning a Snorlax as well. While on Mount Silver, unique messages will also appear if the player is walking with walking Pokemon with uh, is either a Pikachu or a Charizard. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, me either. Well, I don't think you ever got that far in the game.
0: <laughs> That's true. So yeah, if you have a Snorlax, a Pikachu, or a Charizard, they will say unique messages when going up to Mount Silver. That's really cool. Uh, Until Munchlax was introduced in Gen 4, Snorlax had the highest base stat total of any non-evolving Pokemon
1: with 540. Huh. Well, that's just because it turned into an evolving Pokemon.
0: That's true. Um, It remains the most powerful non-legendary Pokemon that can legitimately hatch from an egg in terms of base stat total.
2: Hmm. That's really cool news you can use. Uh, Like I said, large and in charge.
0: Large and in charge. Generation 5 is the only generation in which Snorlax isn't sleeping in the overworld. And uh, In Pokemon Gold and Silver, Snorlax is programmed to learn charm through breeding, but no other Pokemon in the monster group can legitimately learn it to pass down in the egg moves. In Generation 3 and on, Snorlax can inherit it from Bulbasaur by chain breathing. And of course, Snorlax is the heaviest normal type Pokemon.
1: So if you see a Snorlax, hit it with a grass t- grass knot. Snorlax has a lot of facts about it. Uh, a lot of people like Snorlax, but do you make a Snorlax plushy. Uh, I don't know if there's a Snorlax stuffed animal. That's your deal.
0: I'm I'm gonna look that up on PokemonCenter.com.
1: It's I have as a big Snorlax that I got from the uh, Pokemon uh,
2: or no, not Pokemon, from Nintendo World in New York. I did not see a Snorlax, which is why I got Muchlex. <clears throat> but that was a couple years ago. so Muchlex is also cool.
0: Uh, I did the search on PokemonCenter.com, and it only brought me a Snorlax keychain.
2: No bueno. No. Which is weird, because you'd think, of all the things that could be a plush, Snorlax <laughs> probably would be the best.
1: True, true.
0: Yeah, there's no Snorlax plush.
1: I'm sure there's a, a secret Patreon level that if we hit it, I will knit or crochet somebody a Snorlax. Dibs. That would be really cool.
0: That would um, be really cool. Well, I think that's our that's our show for you guys.
1: I was just gonna say one more Snorlax fact is that uh, Snorlax is a cat. Is Period. He? I thought he yes. was a bear. He's a cat. All right. All right. All right. There I you go. That's our show for you guys.
0: All right, Will. Where can they find you?
1: Uh on Twitter you can find me at wash in the sink. Um I post about once a month on Twitter. On uh PSN, uh you can find me at wash in the sink unless I don't like you, and then I just ignore your friend request. And then on Facebook it's uh what is it? Facebook.com slash stabinate speaker.
0: That's right. All right, Josh. We know you we can find you in the Slack community, but where else can our listeners find you?
2: Yeah, uh, on Twitter, if you want to follow my shenanigans, uh, my handle is Dr. JLB1, and Dr. is spelled out, and 1 is just the number. Um, my Xbox gamer tag, for those uh, few of us who have an Xbox One, uh, it, I'll just spell it out because it's easier uh, I O K U A space T H E space O K A M I. Uh, and then, if you want to add me on Nintendo uh, 3DS or Wii U, my Nintendo Network ID is Goza, G O Z A uh, dash Seto uh, S E T O. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Cool. 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 You can uh, follow me on Twitter. It's at a Lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at Pokemon Podcast. Um, you can like us on Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash PKMNCast. And always, uh, you can go to PokemonPodcast.com or PKMNCast.com. We'll get you there as well. Uh, if uh, if you want to support the show, we have a Patreon. We talked about that already. Um, if you don't want to donate a dollar or whatever, if that's not for you, that's totally cool. Uh, we are trying to get to 500 reviews in iTunes. By the end of the year, we are at 450. So, uh... If you want, just go over to iTunes. Even if you don't use it, just leave us a quick review. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, it's as easy as that. And by you leaving us a review, we will help other people find the show and then make Pokemon Podcasts blossom with uh, the love of Snorlax. Yeah. <laughs> uh, otherwise, this has been uh, another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are...
2: Super Snorlax Super Snorlax Yeah <laughs> Good
0: night everyone